the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. It's Theological Thursday, and we're going to talk about the theology of denominations. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. How in the world are you today? So glad you're hanging out with me on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV. That's D.C., Maryland and Virginia, of course, across the world on WAVA.com. By the way, WAVA is the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country. So thanks a lot for hanging out with me. And of course, on my Facebook page and my YouTube page. You can see me there. I'm waving at you and so glad that we're connected there. You can talk to me that way as well. Listen, we're going to bow for a word of prayer, but first let me tell you our topic. We're talking about the theology of denominations. And by the way, have did you grow up in a denomination? Do you know what a denomination is and why are there so many? You know, which one's the best one? <laughs> you might be thinking the one I'm in. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I don't know. Maybe you're non-denominational. Let's talk about it. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's 888-432-7434. And do you think that denominations are still necessary and important? I'd love to hear from you on that topic. But first, let's bow for a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you that we have the opportunity to connect and communicate via technology, airwaves, radio waves. Thank you for that, as well as social media. We do pray for today's show, as well as for me, with a little congestion, as I'm sure my listeners can hear. So continue to bring me to full 100% healing. And not only for me, but for everybody else who might have a cold or congestion, I pray healing over them as well. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray. Together, everyone said... Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. You can always go to andersonspeaks.com. That's andersonspeaks.com. There you can connect with me even off the show. There's an email there. And there's also other things that you can learn about uh, me, about the show, writings and resources. So go ahead and check out andersonspeaks.com. And of course, if you're looking for a diversity consulting, a guest speaker, anything around leadership and inclusion, feel free to check out gracismglobal.com. We can serve your organization, whether Christian 
or non-Christian. Now, if you want to give me a call today, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. That's 888-432-7434. Now, when we talk about denominations, we're still talking about Christianity. So Christianity is the religion, but there are many different denominations. How did that happen? Well, there was one universal church called the church in Acts chapter 2. And in Acts chapter 2, this is when the church was born, all right? And it wasn't Catholic or, or Protestant or Orthodox. It was just God's church, all right? And then the epistles, the meaning the letters that were written by the different uh, biblical authors, many of which were written by the Apostle Paul, were apostles who wrote uh, God's word to us uh, after Jesus was on the earth. And the Gospels, those first four books of the New Testament, really wrote the story of people who were with Jesus and saw him firsthand. And some of the most of the apostles were that way, with the exception of the Apostle Paul, who saw Jesus after he rose again in a vision. But those are the are the people that wrote the word of God. So we had the the church of Jesus Christ born on Acts in Acts chapter two. And then in that first century, the word of God following uh, all of that being written down, not to mention you had the Old Testament prophets before that. So there was a holy book, a holy writ, if you will. And then there was the founder of our faith, or if you want to call it a religion, you can, but of our faith. And that was the Lord Jesus and is the Lord Jesus Christ. So then what happened from there? Well, we call it the Catholic Church because it's the word universal or we are one Christian church. So it wasn't branched off in all these denominations. But throughout church history, you had reformations and you had disagreements on what was the most important thing and what was true Christianity, what was heretical, what became political and connected to, uh, you know, the... The, the government, and so the one universal Catholic church began to break, and this is where you get the Protestant church, and maybe you've heard of like Martin Luther, who nailed those 95 theses on the door of Wittenberg, and that was more reform, like this is what Christianity truly is, and this is where we call uh, that group Protestants, if you will, Protestants. You know, it's always funny when people are like, I'm so against protesting. Well, your faith is built on it, most likely, unless you're Catholic. So anyway, um, so it's, it originates with the Holy Catholic Church, if we want to call it that, with the first pope, if you want to call him that, and that's Peter. All right. And then as it moved on and on and on, we have the, the breaking out of the Protestants, the people who protested to say, no, uh, this faith is, is you know, this, this religion is not just about Jesus, yes, but it's also about the fact that our faith is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness, and it's what he did on the cross is where our faith stands. And anything after that, any works that come behind that are supporting the fact that we're already saved. And there was distinction between, okay, what does it mean to be saved? And, and what degree does works play and all of that. And so a whole bunch of theological battles, a whole bunch of councils uh, that would write papers and thoughts. 
And then when we get to our day and age, that Protestant church has hundreds of denominations within it. You still have the one holy Catholic church. The Pope oversees that. And they have one message that, that kind of goes out. It doesn't matter whether you're in, you're in Europe or in Africa or in North America. You can go into any Catholic church on that day. They're talking about and celebrating the same thing. There is a unity there. But then with the Protestant church, uh, many of us who fall into that big umbrella, um, there are a whole bunch of denominations. I don't even know how many. Probably over 350. I'll have uh, my researcher Google that. But here's the bottom line. A lot of them. Some of y'all are Baptists, and guess what? Even the Baptists got multiple breaks. So you got the Southern Baptists, <laughs> the Northern Baptists, <laughs> the Conservative Baptists, the Missionary Baptists, and that's just the Baptists. You got the Episcopalians. You got the, the Methodists, and not just one Methodist. You got African Methodist Episcopal. You got, like, it just goes on and on and on. So do you think the day of denominations is over, or do you still think we should hold them up? I'd like to hear from you. Give me a call, 888-432-7434. Are you a believer in Christ? Do you tell people what denomination you're a part of? I'm not saying it's bad. I just want to know, is, is it still something that's relevant today? We'll be back. I want to talk to you. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Listeners, tickets are now sold out for the Michael Jr. Comedy Concert, but you have another opportunity to hear the world-famous comedian and thought leader. Yeah, I'm most excited, believe it or not. I'm most excited about Sunday when you, I'll give you a story. We'll lead people to the Lord, and, you know, that's the main deal. The comedy's going to be great. You're always good at that, but what I love about your heart is what's happening on Sunday. That's right. Join us for services at Bridgeway Community Church on Sunday, February 26th at our Columbia and Owings Mills Reisterstown locations and experience the journey that Michael Jr. will take you on. It'll be a journey from ha-ha to aha. Visit bridgeway.cc for times and directions. Andrew Altman, founder of Best Buy Waterproofing. You've been in your home for 15 plus years. You know people who've dealt with a leaky roof, and you know what a mess it can be. Let us take a look at your roof before the storms arrive. You deserve the best. Call Best Buy Waterproofing and Roofing. Best Buy Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. 
That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Uh, go to my Facebook page and talk to me there as well, along with one another. I'd be glad to connect with you. At Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Big hello to Robin Briscoe. Thank you so much for your comments. And Leslie Lightfoot Anderson, along with Ms. D. Bird. Thanks for hanging out with me on Real Talk. I want to talk to you. My phone number is 888-432-7434. We're talking today about denominations. If you're just joining us, is there a benefit to belonging to a denomination? And if so, what is it? My research has told me there are 30,000 Protestant denominations. That's right. 30,000 Protestant denominations. That's crazy, right? That's a lot of denominations, y'all. So why are there so many? And uh, what part of, which one are you a part of? You know, I was, I grew up a missionary Baptist and then I was a licensed missionary Baptist. Then I was ordained conservative Baptist. And then of course I went to a non-denominational Christian school called Moody Bible Institute. I was an intern at a non-denominational contemporary style church called Willow Creek Community Church. And then I came to Maryland to start my church, Bridgeway Community Church, which is non-denominational. And I can tell you why I did that if you want to know, but I want to hear from you. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Do you think that denominations are still relevant and what are the benefits of them? Let's hear from you. 888-432. Bridge. All right, let's go on over to Fort Washington, Maryland, and talk to Miss Doris, who's on the line. Hello, Miss Doris. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hello, Doctor. I'm doing great, Doctor Anderson. I hope you're doing well as well. I am alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? You know, well, when I was growing up, I started out Catholic, and then uh, I was adopted, and my uh, family. They were Baptist, and so I changed the Baptist denomination. But for me, that was all I knew, Catholic or Baptist. I had no clue there were so many other denominations. (laughs) Right. And then I got saved when I got serious, when I started walking with Christ as my Savior and my Lord, I ended up at Full Gospel AME Zion Church. Uh I was like, AME what? (laughs) I didn't know what that was. But what I did know is that I heard the uncompromised Word of God preached, and my life began to change. Mm. And um, and then that, for me, I was like, I didn't care if it mm-hmm. was AME whatever. Uh, I, I just, it didn't make a difference. But I knew I was getting the Word, and I knew that my life was changing. And then ultimately, uh, Full Gospel went to non-denominational, became from the heart. And so this Word was still going forth. My life was still changing. I was growing in my walk with the Lord. So... I got to the point, I said, well, who cares about denominations? Right. So now I am at Fort Washington Baptist Church. What? I'm laughing. Because I had said, I'm never joining another Baptist church. Oh, my goodness. But I love my church. I've been ordained as an evangelist there. Uh And the word goes forth. Our pastor preaches the the uncompromised gospel. And um, my life is still changing. I'm still growing. So, Hmm. you know, denominations do have their place. And... You know, people like to have something to identify with, Mm -hmm. but I want to go where I'm going to get the word and where my life is going to change and I'm going to grow 
Gotcha. Uh, Gotcha. So now you're back. Now you're back to to Baptist before you didn't before you didn't care. (laughs) Started a Catholic. I I think you know what? I think you're just trying to hit them all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? Uh, If they're preaching the word of God, I'll go visit. I heard that. I heard that evangelist. Hey, well, listen, thanks a lot for hanging out with me today. Okay. My pleasure, and God bless you. Blessings back to you, my sister. So there you go. There's someone who's saying, I just want to grow spiritually, and I want to identify with whatever church brings me that that sense of spiritual growth, and I really don't care what denomination they are. As long as they're Christian, as long as they're preaching the word, I'm good. So is that where most of you fit in as well? Like, the denomination doesn't matter to anybody but the pastor and the dues that they have to pay because that does happen, right? So if you're a part of a denomination, your church pays into uh, that denomination, all right? And as a result, as a result, all of the monies that come in from that from those local churches that are denominations into the main uh, pot of the the overseeing denomination has now an administration that is there to serve all of the local churches. So it does create a sort of hierarchy of accountability as well as you pay money into it. So when you're giving your tithes and your offerings, a portion of that goes to the broader denomination that then serves all the other churches and serves whatever sort of the corporation of the denomination is doing. Did you know that? All right. And so the, the benefit is that there's a covering. The benefit is that there is uh, an administrator or a overseer uh, that is assigned to your local church. So your local pastor then reports up to, let's maybe say, a regional director who will then uh, be that overseer and that bridge between your local church and the, the denomination. And so that broader corporate denomination also supports your local church in many different ways that you might not know about. So there's some benefits there. But then you have like some Southern Baptist church who church churches who are Southern Baptist, but you never know it. Right. And so there are some denominational churches that are denominational. You just don't know it because they downplay it. Because they don't want you to get stumble over the fact that they're a denomination. Now, when you get more involved in the church and start reading their documents and maybe become a member, they'll let you know, hey, we're we're Southern Baptists. Well, then what does that mean? The 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 end user says, and then they tell you, well, this is what the Southern Baptists believe. Maybe this is how much we pay them. This is how we support them in missions, and this is how they support us. Right. And so you learn more about that relationship as you get further in the membership process. But there's some huge churches. Have you ever heard of Saddleback Church? Well, they're called Saddleback Church, but really they're Saddleback Southern Baptist Church led by Pastor Rick Warren. But he's probably still I don't know if he still is, but they were the largest Southern Baptist Church in America. At least at one point they were. Can you believe that? And they never had the title or the tag and didn't really want people to know about it. I mean, you know, they weren't hiding from it. They just weren't promoting it. It wasn't good to have that on the sign. It's better to have on the sign Saddleback Church. So people just come in because it's a church, not Saddleback Baptist Church. And if you happen to be Methodist, you're like, yeah, I can't really go there. 
Well, what do y'all think about denominations and what do you think about yours? Are you in one? 888-432-7434. And that is the number that you can call me on during the show if you want to talk to me about this. Do denominations matter to you? Are they still relevant? And if your church is denominational church, is it loud about it or is it quiet about it? I'd love to hear that from you as well. 888-432-7434. For us growing up, and my mom will attest to this, we had something called the Baptist Hymnal. Anybody know about that? This is a book that has all the songs in it. And when it's time to sing, they say, turn to page 322. We're going to sing, I Surrender All. But you also had, either in the front or the back of the book, I can't remember, something called the Covenant. And on, I think it was the first Sunday of the month when we did communion, we would then all together read the church covenant. And in that church covenant, we made vows that the denomination wanted us to make and that the church wanted us to make. Like, um, we will not drink alcohol, right? We will not smoke. Like, and we made that covenant before God and before people. That was a denominational thing, not necessarily um, the, a church biblical thing. I mean, it was the church, and they were biblically saying, don't drink. You know, I'm not going to take any alcohol at all. But that was a denominational stricture that was put, uh, rule that was put on all uh, of the churches in that denomination. And you would have to quote it uh, every, once a month. All right. I want to know what y'all think about this topic. My number is 888-432-7434. By the way, there are a lot of denominations, over 30,000 Protestant denominations, Baptist, Episcopalian, Evangelist, Methodist, Presbyterian, Pentecostal, Charismatic, Lutheran, Anglican, Evangelical, Assemblies of God, Christian Reform, Dutch Reform. Church of the Nazarene, Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ, Mennonite, Christian Science, Quaker, Seventh-day Adventist. And these are just the these are just the Protestant ones. Right? So remember, Catholics, they don't they're not broken into denominations. And in America, we have 51 million people who are Catholic or identify as Catholic in America. 51 million. How many Protestants do you think? 140 million. One million, almost three times as much. And then you have the third biggest branch of Christianity. So you have Catholic, Protestant, and then you have Eastern Orthodox. And there are about six million people who are Eastern Orthodox in America. Now, around the world, those numbers are much huger when it comes to Catholics. All right. Uh, And that's another stat, another research point. You know, how big is a church outside of America? And the Catholic Church, again, I don't know how many uh, Catholics there are around the world, but I think it far outweighs uh, Protestants and Orthodox. Anyway, what do y'all think about this? 888-432-7434. Let's go to Woodbridge, Virginia, and talk to Evan, who's on the line. Hello, Evan. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hello, Dr. Anderson. How are you doing? Uh, I've listened for a long time, and I always uh, always love to tune in when I can. Well, thank you so much for tuning in, and thanks today for calling. What are you thinking about today's topic, sir? Well, it's, it's, it's a very important topic. Um, what I found through my experience was very interesting. Growing up in a military family, uh, they broke up 
Protestant, Catholic, and Jewish services. And uh-huh. so as I was growing up, they used a lot of different materials in the pro- Protestant services. We'd have, uh, like my baptism was Baptist. Mm-hmm. I went through uh, Methodist confirmation, and uh, now I'm in a Presbyterian church. And so what I've found to, to be um, thrilling is that a lot of the beliefs are common, but yes. the uh, structuring of the politic of of hierarchy of uh-huh. the mission source those those seem to be more of the differences. That's right. But sadly, I see sometimes when there's a difference of interpretation uh, that a schism occurs and yes. a denomination will split. It's born. And, yeah. And so uh, some of the splintering factions seem just benign, but some of them are actually over very serious issues. And so I, I think there's a lot of ecumenical uh, crossover between different different denominations, but there's there's always some differences that are not uh, that, that are core differences. Yeah. In essentials. Yeah. Maybe we should talk about what some of those differences are, both the what we might call minor and major. You make such a good point. Thank you for your service in the military as well. When I get back from the break, I want to address some of what you've talked about. Okay, Evan. God, okay. God bless you, my friend. Take care. I'll be right back. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute. The Washington Attorney General's Office has put pro-life individuals and pregnancy centers in the crosshairs. They've launched a reproductive rights complaint form on the state website. Anyone can file a complaint if the person feels they've experienced harassment at an abortion mill or experiences deception or harassment at a crisis pregnancy center. Pharmacies that refuse to provide abortion pills will also be targeted. Harassment has been defined as praying outside abortion centers and offering alternatives to mothers. Planned Parenthood praise forms saying protests at abortion mills have doubled. Those targeted by complaints may result in an investigation against them. It's nothing short of weaponizing Washington state government against anyone who oppose abortion. Like us on Facebook at Life Issues and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, Download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's OnePlace. Alexa can play WAVAFM and hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. Don't miss Developing Dynamic Disciples with John Jenkins, Saturday mornings at 1030, right here on WAVA. The number one source for uplifting and inspirational online videos is Godvine.com. Make your day a little brighter and your relationship with Jesus a little closer by visiting Godvine.com. We're entering a time of increasing hostility against people of faith, a time when Christians are going to be tested on a moral and physical and financial basis, unlike any other time in our lifetime. I'm Lance Wallnow, Christian author, evangelical leader, here to remind you that you have to take action to protect and steward what God has given you. 
For example, record high inflation is going to continue to eat away at the dollar, and the savings of your retirement account is in danger. Fortunately, God does provide a way. To protect your retirement, I recommend diversifying your 401k or IRA out of paper and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with a gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. Now, to see how it works, just text the word FAITH to 989898. That'll give you access to a free info kit on gold IRAs. There are no strings attached, so text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 right now, and I pray your family is blessed with peace of mind because you took action. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How you doing? Welcome to the second half of the program. It's Theological Thursday. We're talking about the theology of denominations. Why are there so many of them? <laughs> are they all correct? Do you need to watch out for anything? And by the way, uh, do, do, you, do they really matter to you? Uh, for some people, they really are relevant and they really do matter. Well, if you want to jump in on the conversation, my number is 888-432-7434. Grace called. She said uh, denominations are not important as long as we are serving Jesus. I tend to agree that we must be serving Jesus. Robin Briscoe says if we really don't, it really doesn't matter to me as long as they are teaching about God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit as long as I can learn and grow. What do you think? Give me a call. 888-43-BRIDGE. Evan called from Woodbridge and talked about his military experience. Evan, I was a chaplain's assistant in the military, so I hosted some of those, right? And they taught us how to host uh, services for Christians or Protestants, Catholics, and Jewish. You're right. And so that's kind of how they broke it up there. But the splintering of denominations happens when there are schisms based on beliefs. And those beliefs can be as, like you said, benign as the you know, color of carpet. I mean, not, not that benign, but, you know, something that just doesn't seem to be such a big deal to things that are really, really big theological, de- theological deals that made them split off from a denomination. Me being non-denominational, what I've decided to do is to say, when I create a church, I want to major on the majors and then minor on the minors, which means people from many different backgrounds, denominations, and, and beliefs about Jesus and the cross and the faith can still coexist under a big tent. And we won't make those big issues that were big issues to certain denominations that split off. And those big issues can be baptism. Not should you be baptized, but how much water should you use? Should they be dunked and completely immersed? That's Baptist, right? Or sprinkling, is that enough? So you have a a big schism over that. Speaking in tongues, how much do you platform that from the stage? Or... You must speak in tongues in order to be evidence that you are saved, which is different than tongues is a spiritual language. We do it during worship and, you know, everything is cool or no, if you are going to do it, make sure, 
it falls in line with first Corinthians 14, which says you have three or four or five, no more than five speakers. And it must have an interpreter. If there's no interpreter, then don't speak in tongues. Right. And so you have all of that. And so some churches then split off or splinter off because of some of those. Right. And it used to be, again, we may call it minor now, but when they split off, it was major, right? Like music. Should you have instruments in the church or not? That's a big deal. There's some denominations that still don't have musical instruments because they don't believe in them. Like that that is somehow not true uh, expression of uh, faith or Christianity or whatever. So I want to know what you think about it. 888-432-7434. Let's see what Miranda thinks about it. Uh, ooh, it looks like I just lost Miranda. Let's see what Susan thinks about it in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Hello, Miss Susan. How are you today? I'm fine, Doctor. How are you doing? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thank you for hanging with me. What are you thinking? No well, I'm thinking, I think the first thing that came to my mind was, Laura, how did all of this originate? And I know, the Holy right? Spirit kind of led me into thinking about First Corinthians 3 on 6, you know, when they were over there talking about, I am of Apollos, right. I am of uh, uh, Bozo, and whoever. Right. You know? <laughs> right. and, and so, and, and you know how Paul came and said, then who is Paul and who is Bozo and who is Apollos and all of that, right? Right, right, right. And it kind of has a little attachment in there. And I thought about that, you know, some some water, some plant, but God gives the increase. And that's what I'm looking for, the increase, you know. Right. And the denomination doesn't matter to me as long you, I, I am at a non-denominational church because I've been to the holiness, the Baptist, and after I had Christ <laughs> come to my life, I went, you know, I stopped running around the church like I was about. Okay, let me stop that because somebody may be offended. But anyway, but you I went to a church to <laughs> I went to a church that is non-denominational, and long as it's you know, given the increase, long as the church, even if it was a denomination, is right. biblically based, and they're coming straight out that word. That's what. I need. Right. And that's what the body of God believes. And all these different uh, denominations are bringing divisions, really, right. uh, in some areas. So that's it, Doc. That's that's pretty it, pretty much what Well, you. I mean, I, I like what you're talking about so far is who brings the increase. And you want to see fruit, spiritual fruit. You want to yeah. see uh, God doing something, whether someone waters, whether someone uh, plants, you know, like uh, like are the they scripture me says. Mm -hmm. Are they holding me accountable? Right. Are they edifying me? Are they admonishing me? Am I doing the same? Am right. I bearing one another's burden? Am I am I uh, uh, um, confessing my faults to each other? Are we? You see what I'm saying? Right. Well, and there's a lot of jealousy and quarreling that Paul talks about. That's worldly, and he says in that passage that you're talking about in First Corinthians three, uh, are you mm -hmm. not acting like mere men? For when one yes. says, I follow Paul, and another, mm -hmm. I follow Apollos, are you not mere men? What, after all, yes. is Apollos? What is Paul? <laughs> Only servants through whom yes. you can, came to believe as the Lord has assigned to each his task. I planted the seed, Apollos watered, but God made it grow. And that's what you're exactly. talking about, and I really like that you referenced that. Because at the end of the day, if we're not careful, we can feel like we are better because we were baptized by Apollos. So we're better because we're baptized by Paul, you know. And so I think you make a really good point not to, not to lift up one over the other, but where is the increase and how do we use it all for the glory of God? But I ain't going to lie, Doc. 
at one time I was like, that's my pastor. Right. Well, that's okay. You can be you can be pleased with your pastor, though. You can be pleased with your pastor. But you just got to realize there are other pastors, there are other churches, and they're all, I wouldn't say they're all good. A lot of them are good. We may want to talk about some denominations that people pr- probably should stay away from. I don't want to defame any, but if somebody asks me, I'm probably going to tell them. I'm, that's all I'm saying. Okay. Let me run to my break. Thanks for hanging with me, Miss Susan. I'll be right back. God bless you. Okay. Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on your radio. You're not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to you all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. It's just amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. Is not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Dr. David Anderson, you can now catch Dr. Anderson's half-hour radio highlight show on Saturdays at 3 p.m. right here on WAVA 105.1. You'll enjoy recent conversations he's had with callers to this show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, Weekend Edition, Saturday, 3 p.m. on WAVA. Check it out. For more information about Dr. Anderson, visit andersonspeaks.com. Have you ever driven through your neighborhood and saw that neighbors had their grass that was way too long? They had all kinds of clovers in the grass. You're wishing as you drive silently, I wish they would mow their lawn. Well, guess what? Why don't you get them a gift? (laughs) Call Laser Landscaping and let them cut the lawn for your neighbors. Go to Laser with a Z Landscaping LLC on Facebook or give them a call if you want them to beautify your lawn. 240-516-4967 for those who live in the Prince George's County and surrounding areas. Their number once again, 240-516-4967. It's Laser Landscaping or just ask for the owner, Fidel. And make sure you tell Fidel that Dr. Anderson sent you. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about the theology of denominations. Why are there so many of them? (laughs) 
And uh, do they still mean a lot to you? Do they matter to you? Uh, are they still relevant? Uh, and if so, uh, tell me, tell me why. Uh, you know, there's a lot to be grateful for for denominations because many of you grew up in them and that's what got you started. Your relationship with Christ, a Christian church, and it happened to be a part of a denomination. And maybe you were raised in that denomination. Maybe you have outgrown the denomination or maybe you feel like you have to stay with the denomination because that's how you were raised. Um, I, I think that statistics say uh, that um, denominationalism meaning that uh, denominations are kind of dying, all right? There's a, the rise of a whole bunch of uh, churches, but uh, they're not necessarily denominational. That was a study I saw at one point, but I'm not sure if that's still the case to this to this day. I'll ask my researchers on that one as well. Is denominationalism going up or is it going down? But I think over the like last two decades, uh, denominations have been losing uh, members and they're trying to do their best to regain them. Well, give me a call. My number is 888-432-7434. I'm going right back to the phone lines. Let's go to Waldorf, Maryland, and catch Miranda, who's on the line. Hi, Miranda. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging. What are you thinking? Thank you. Thank you so much for the work that you do and helping bring people closer to Christ. Oh, yeah, kind. denominations, I think in general, you know, we have prejudices. We have ways that we feel or things that we feel that we can or cannot be. So with all these so many different denominations, right. possibly we feel that we could fit into one of those. But I think in general, I think maybe God would be disappointed or is disappointed with so many denominations out there. Right. But I think also that God is always hurting us as an individual to Christ. And maybe because these denominations are obviously all man-made. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. still can work within those denominations to, to hurt us yes, towards the Lord Jesus Christ yes, and towards truth. Heard meaning, just so true. make sure people hear you, H-E-R-D, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly, like herding chickens That's right. or lambs. Right. Um, so I think all in all that once we have a faith and a belief in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. then we need to seek out truth that will be revealed to us through the Holy Spirit whether that denomination is truly going down the correct path. Yeah. And then God would lead us to where he wants us to be. Right. And, and, you know, there are some that probably aren't leading you in the right way, and we have to call call that out. I know of one denomination that they're pretty much saying, you know, unless you're baptized in this denomination, you're not even a Christian. So you can come from another church. You can come from a Baptist church. You could have been walking with the Lord, and then you get a part of this denomination, and they're telling you you're not even saved unless you're baptized. Your baptism does not matter unless it's in this church. Isn't that crazy? And I don't know what church, I don't know what church that is, but in their defense, if you're going to believe in Jesus Christ and say Jesus Christ is the only way to God, you've yeah. got to stand in that. So yeah. to say if you're not baptized in my church, 
I, I would have no respect for them if they did say that. I, I mean, I don't know what denomination yeah. that yeah. is, but I can't respect somebody who says, oh, I believe in Jesus Christ, and that's the only way back to heaven, but there may be some other roads that you could take to get there. I can't right. respect that. Right, well, so, I, yeah, I'd agree I, with that. I would not respect somebody. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that because we want to make sure that the gospel is is sure, and that's important regardless of the denomination. But if a denomination comes and says, you know what, you got you got saved, you were baptized, you served in another church, but you moved to this town, and now you come to this church. And what we're saying is, unless you are baptized in this church, in this denomination, you're not saved, and your baptism didn't matter. That's just yeah. not right. Well, here's, here's one thing that I don't understand, and I'm sure you could shed some light on it. Jesus Christ was baptized by John, yeah. and and if I and correct me if I'm wrong, but Jesus Christ was a Jew, he was. and he didn't join another church, but he did get kicked out of the the synagogues where he couldn't practice anymore. So then he did pull together twelve apostles that guided and directed uh, a following of his. Yeah. So they were still Jews, right? They were still practicing that. Per- particular strain they were jews Am I right or wrong i don't know you are right no you are right thank you they were jews thank you god bless you my friend yep they were jews they didn't stop being jewish uh and jesus went into the synagogues uh to try to help them understand that he is the messiah that they've been talking about uh since abraham you know and that's why he said in john eight fifty eight, before abraham was i am but they weren't having that, were they? And at the end of the day, uh, they crucified him, didn't they? And not just Jews, but the Romans as well. Well, let me keep moving, all right? Danita's on the line, and she's in Rockville, Maryland. Hello, Miss Danita. How are you today? I'm grateful to be alive. Thank you so much Amen. for taking my call. Um, I think the denominations were somewhat of a divisionary tactic. Mm-hmm. I think that sometimes when people don't get their way, they just go. Right. And some of them start churches that are splintered and fractured. Right. Because they want things their way. And right. it's been that way since before Jesus' time. Yeah. So one of the things that I got to focus on when I came to Christ, I too served in the military, so it didn't dawn on me what I was seeing, but it does now that I'm this age, and that is the only thing that matters. Uh, In New Testament time, it told us, um, Jesus told us, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no man, you know, so so if it's not Jesus, because some people don't even want Jesus, um, and they choose not Jesus. But he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. So that's what I got. So as long as you focus. your church. Mm. Yeah, what do you think about that it? I think grace is the way. Yeah. I think love is the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think people are divisionary because we. We'll divide, we'll know, divide over anything, won't we, Danita? Yes. we'll divide over anything hey listen thank you for calling thanks for sharing i'm gonna run to my break i'll be right back god bless you this is real talk with dr david anderson i'm so glad to be hanging out with y'all today we'll be right back
Attention, if you owe money to the IRS, this is an urgent message. The IRS is cracking down by sending out heart-stopping letters, aggressively garnishing paychecks, seizing bank accounts, and putting liens on homes and businesses. They call it enforced compliance, and you better watch out because penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily, making it seem impossible to ever get out of debt. Don't let the tax debt destroy your life. You need to call Optima Tax Relief, the number one tax resolution firm. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks that the IRS has ever offered. If you qualify, you could save thousands. Optima's resolved over $1 billion of tax debt for their clients. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau, they'll fight to get you the best deal possible. Call Optima now for a free consultation. Call 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. 800-965-1433. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Love, joy, and happiness. That's what you feel when your baby is well-fed and nourished. If you are pregnant, a new mom, breastfeeding, or have a child under the age of five, you may qualify for WIC, a nutrition benefit program. To see if you are eligible, visit virginiawic.com. That's virginiawic.com, a program brought to you by the Virginia Department of Health. Jesus is healing, physical healing, emotional healing, mental healing. Also, he's healing broken hearts and broken marriages and broken lives. Psalm 107 verse 20 says, He sent his word and healed them. Friend, the word strengthens our faith. Listen to the Healing Word broadcast this evening at 9.30 on this station. The Healing Word from the Largo Community Church in Bowie, Maryland. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. In their song, Free Bird, Leonard Skinner keeps repeating the line, Lord knows I can't change. Hi, this is Lon Solomon. And you know, a lot of us feel that way, that we're just what we are and we can't change. Ah, but I got great news for you. The Bible says we can change. The Bible says that when we invite Jesus Christ into our life, he begins transforming us from the inside out into an entirely new person. And he deals with these self-destructive things in us and changes them so they're no longer a danger. I don't know about you, but I needed change in my life. And when I asked Christ into my life, I got it. Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're talking about denominations. So out of the three major branches within of, of Christianity, Catholic, Protestant, Orthodox, about 51 million people in America are Catholic, Protestants 141 million. So you'd almost think that Protestants are the biggest in the world, only 6 million Orthodox, but that's not true. Even though there's 51 million in America, globally 1.3 billion Catholics. Uh, and so it's a global uh, deal there. And remember, we all broke off of the Catholic Church, which was born out, Christianity was born out of Judaism, by the way. We could have that whole topic on another day. But an, a new Gallup study uh, finds the percentage of Americans who identify with 
a specific Protestant denomination has fallen about 20% in the last 20 years. So denominationalism really is a falling. People are uh, not necessarily all clinging uh, to the denominations they grew up in. And according to the 2020 uh, U.S. Uh, religion census, 4,000 more non-denominational churches than uh, 10 years prior in 2010, and non-denominational church attendance has rose or risen by 6.5 million during that time. So it looks like uh, non-denominationalism is on the rise, and denominationalism is on the decline. Let's see what Janet is talking about out of Baltimore, Maryland. Hi, Janet. How are you today? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Nice to hear you. I really enjoy your show. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, what are you thinking? Yeah. So I'm thinking that no non-denomination at this point in my life, no, it doesn't matter. But I was birthed out of the um, holiness, uh-huh. and I really learned so much. I, I was birthed out of uh, Bishop Showell here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh-huh. And, um, and I learned so much those mothers a whole lot. Right. Yeah, they do. I learned how to get up early in the morning and come to the church, you know, right. and we come down at five and three in the morning and, you know, and um, just awesome. It's just holiness. It just teaches you, um, I don't know, there's a reverence to holiness. <laughs> yeah, right, right, you right. Know? But then, then Dr. Anderson, um, I kind of like grew out of the holiness. Like, I just grow out of it. Yeah. I just like, you know, got what I needed it out of it. Sure. And then I went to a Baptist church. And um, you know, being at the Baptist church, I felt like I was in some other land or something because <laughs> right. these women, they were in they were in pain. Okay? And I was used to being you know, I was yeah. raised up to be in the church in the in the skirts and the dresses and I'm right. like, why? And I'm looking around and like it's a foreign land. And yeah. I said, why are these women in pants? Yeah, and then I found yeah. out why. They are what are the praisingest people, mm. okay? They shout for Jesus. They dance for Jesus. They run around. Ain't nothing wrong with running around the church. So, so hang on. You know, hang on. Who was, who was more holy, the holiness or the Baptist? <laughs> <laughs> Don't answer that. Don't answer that. I'm just okay. messing with you. I'm just messing with you, Dijanette. I've got to run. The show's coming to an end. But uh, God bless you, you know, because I think denominationalism also has with it culture. And so not just denomination, but then when you throw culture with denomination, so you have Episcopalians, but if you have African Methodist Episcopalians, that's different. And that's AME. But then you have AME Zion, which broke off of that. You have Baptist, but then you have Southern Baptist. And so when you start throwing in culture, the holiness are wearing dresses. Like you said, the Baptists are wearing pants. And one may have more word. One may have more worship. So that's another conversation for another day. Right now, we got to roll. Lord Jesus, thank you that you're above all denominations. And what's most important is that we know you and we grow in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.